The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for we, sex with Jaya. You just had sex with Jaya. <laughs> mm. The love and I just had some good pre-show loving on each other after not seeing each other for a little while. We couldn't wait until after the show, huh? No, I don't think we have time after the show. <laughs> Back into parenthood. Yes. Well, I might be a little too orgasmic to do the show. D-Love, you might have to take over. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I can't speak. Hmm. Sex with Jai is just too good. Yeah. Well, I wonder if we have sex on the radio, would we have to use a condom? Um, no, but we might want to put down some latex. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Got to protect the radio. Uh, today we're talking a little bit about, oh, I get it. Uh-huh. It took me a while. It took me a while for having sex on top of the radio. Yes. Okay. I meant if we're having sex during the radio show. Oh, you're trying to segue into our show's topic today. Yes. 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 Safe sex in the porn industry. Well, it's more about mandatory right. mandatory condom use in the adult industry. So we're talking, if you haven't guessed, a little bit about po- politics today. Sexual freedoms, condoms in the adult industry, and freedom of speech rights when it comes to sex. Boy, I got banned on YouTube again this week. Oh, no, really? Again. Again. It's like the fourth time. People report me all the time. Something innocuous? Well, someone said I was infringing on their copyright laws, and then I fought it, and I won that one. Then they took one off that was about sex at any age. Well, then I just was about your channel down aging. now, though. It's no, they, well, they video. ban individual videos, but if you get so many bans, then they take your channel down. Right. So then I fought that one and won. I've won every time. <clears throat> so, um, and now they just took down one of my videos on female ejaculation. So yeah. this one might be a harder one to yeah. win. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it's educational and it says right there in their community guidelines under sex and nudity, mm-hmm. unless the content is educational or some kind of art in mm. some way. Art. Yes. Well, that's a broad. I know, no. So I'm going to make some art, YouTube. <laughs> you know, it says, unless it's like graphic, you know, uh-huh. and it, I'm not nude in anything. So no. I know some people want me to be, I've had lots of letters about that. I wish you did your YouTube videos nude, but then they wouldn't be able to be on YouTube guys. That would be uh boob tube or what's the <laughs> red tube, <laughs> porn tube. Yeah. There's a yeah. whole bunch of different ones, um, which the porn industry isn't so happy about either. I think we'll be talking about that a little bit today too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, infringement, you know. I, I deal with this too with my videos. Yep. People doing piracy, lots of piracy. So we see a lot of that in the industry these days. All right, but first we have to do a little disclaimer time. 
I know we're not talking about health today, but uh, we are going to talk about legal things. I just want to point out that the content today on the show is not to be construed in any way as legal advice or financial advice, and that it's for informational purposes only. Any health content has not been evaluated by the US FDA. The information and products discussed on the show are anyway medical advice, legal advice, financial advice. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease, any problems with your bank account or legal <laughs> things like that. Um, any action should not be taken based solely on this informational content before making changes to your diet, your lifestyle, your bank account, your legal stuff. <laughs> uh, please consult your physician, your naturopathic your doctor, account? your accountant, your lawyer. Um, using this content without first consulting these professionals is your right as a human being. And my guests and I assume no responsibility. Please do not apply the ideas or suggestions that you hear on the show if you're not willing to assume this risk. And if you want to go bankrupt fast, get all of those consultants in, this, in the room at the same time. Consult <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your doctor, your lawyer, and your accountant all fighting over uh, uh, yeah, what, what, the, do. what should be done. Yeah. Well, I don't think he should be taking Viagra because it's going to cost him some money. <laughs> the doctor says, yes, but, yes, but he needs it. He can't get that woman laid. And the lawyer says, well, as long as he, if he's filming the um, the whole thing, he has to use a condom. Yes. Are you drawing a penis I on am. this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I was drawing a penis that looks kind of like a candle um, <laughs> on his paper. Very random. <laughs> Okay, so my guest today is Diane Duke. She's the executive director of Free Speech Coalition, and as D-Love is very noisily clearing Clearing his throat throat. for free speech, um, maybe he has a little something stuck in his throat. Fuck! Fuck! What? You know, free speech. The words you can't say. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's saying them. That's what's stuck in his throat. I was thinking something else. Cock! Yes. Okay, do love. <laughs> I'm blushing a little. Can you tell? All right. Diane Duke, she's the executive director of the Free Speech Coalition. Um, she's the, tra- which is the trade association of the adult entertainment industry. Diane Duke is the executive director. She's, um, it's a nonprofit and she's worked a lot in nonprofits. She was a senior vice president at Planned Parenthood Health Services of Southwestern Oregon with almost three decades of working with nonprofits. Duke has also served on the Human Rights Commission and was instrumental in battling Oregon's ballot measure 36, which would have allowed the state constitution to be rewritten and potentially prohibit same-sex marriage. So, you know, she's out there like working it. She's got to be going crazy right now because of all the state initiatives and laws that are trying to be getting passed by the right-wing conservatives, trying to mess with women's reproductive rights and what doctors can say to their patients about their pregnancy and Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. That's what I'll throw in there. I don't follow politics. So, you know, do you love you? You'll probably be more up on the show than I am because I, I know that what I do is political, but I feel like, you know, ultimately I like to vote with my dollars and my, where I'm, where I'm purchasing things, my purchasing power and, um, but I'm also, capitalist. my mission in the world is, my mission in the world is to change the cultural view of sexuality from something bad and wrong to something that's positive in our lives. So maybe I, maybe politics, I, I'm more political than I think I am. Every action is a political action. 
Yeah. Okay. Says D Love. So about the free speech coalition, it represents the adult entertainment industry by seeing, by being the watchdog for the industry. It guards against oppressive government regulation and by being a public voice for reason in the industry. Among the projects Diane and the FFC have undertaken on the behalf of their members are copyright infringement in the next phase of 2257 litigation. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the industry's uh, regulations, 2257 is a law. Like even I, you know, because I make adult educational content, even though it's educational, I still film naked people doing sexual acts with one another. If you haven't seen my uh, my erotic touch for sexual positions DVD, that's about the raciest one I have, although we don't actually have penetration in there. No, but I wonder simulated things that look like penetration in certain places. I wonder one of the things I want to ask Diane is about, you know, like, well, we have to use condoms. What about dental dams and gloves? I mean, how far are they going with this whole like safe sex thing? Is it just condoms? Because STDs can be passed through oral. Don't give them ideas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Everybody thinks safe sex is just a condom. Right. (laughs) We're going to have a show on that. I want to do a show on that because a lot of people think safe sex is just a condom, but it's much more than that. So Um, anyway, I I also have to give a shout out to my partner, John, because it's his idea to have Diane on. He heard her on a radio program. He listens to a lot of conservative talk radio. She's on conservative talk (laughs) radio. And he heard her Hmm. talking and there was another guy on there arguing, you know, like I think he was on the film commission or something like that. And he was arguing that, oh, um, you know, like we don't have to have it in regular. She was saying you should have it in regular films because they educate just as much mm, as to a broader audience. Yeah, as the porn industry. So right. why aren't they using condoms? Right. In their scene. Right. You know. So anyway, I thought that was a really interesting point. Mm-hmm. Um. And and so anyway, two two five seven is record keeping that you have to do, where you have to prove that people are at a certain age, and I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I I definitely don't do not want underage in the films but the record keeping like there's issues with it because you have to keep so much crazy records mm-hmm. like it's not just you're you're making sure the records designed to make you slip up and get busted that kind of yeah like yeah it could be <laughs> and and so anyway um i'm interested to learn about that because i myself being a sexologist and making films and maybe there are other sexologists out there listening who are interested in making films or maybe you want to make a home film mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe our home films can get us in more trouble than we think, you know, than we oh, think. Right. So do we, do we have to use condoms in our home films? Wow. Oh, I guess if you're trying to advertise them for money and that yeah, kind of like stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, if if you're putting it up on PornTube or something like that, because well, so many people do that. Right. You know, a lot of people make little home films. Do all of them have to do two, two, I, I don't know. Well, we'll find out. I know Betty Dotson had, she's another sex educator, sexologist, amazing woman. And she had like a gallery of vaginas and vulvas and mm-hmm. had it up on her site. And they made it, they made her take them down because she didn't have, didn't have records. records, Yeah, you know? And so, and they were just like, it's not a face. It's not, it's just the different the vagina, vulvas right. so people can see what they look like. I can't believe she couldn't get, do something like with anatomy that that's just an Yeah, that's anatomy, an educational, educational anatomical right. something. Research project. But Anyway, so these things, they can be pains in our behinds. Sometimes they're good, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes I don't always think the government is out to make bad. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes I think maybe. Well, some of them, yeah. The regulation is good. Protect people and regulate an industry that can be pretty out there. Right. And I think I want to ask Diane if she knows anything about this, but I read something about uh, adult performer in the UK just got diagnosed with HIV. Right. And it happens. I mean, we had that scare or that that. 
performer in the valley over here get diagnosed a year ago, year and a half yeah. ago. So that's where it all gets souped up again. Right. Everybody has to wear condoms. They shut the whole thing down. Right. Right. In San Fernando Valley for a long time. Yeah. So that's scary. You know, yeah. we don't want that kind of, and with, it's kind of like the same with like the poly community, the swinger community. If one person messes up, yep. then we're all susceptible. Yep. And there are things out there not to scare anybody away from sex. Cause I'm all about fun and sex education, but you know, there are things out there that aren't detectable like mm-hmm. HPV virus and in, in guys right. and, um, and things that are passed through touch mm. and things that are passed through oral. I had a friend who had chlamydia in his throat. And oral cancer is on the rise. Yeah. You know, so we, we, it, it's good to have education around this. And I'm, you know, one of my big gripes with porn is always that I feel like it's educating people poorly, poorly, mm-hmm. but because that's just because the public doesn't have any route for sex education. Right. I mean, it's not porn's fault necessarily. It's the fault of government and you know, a lot of parents and a lot of other things are all our shame around sex that we don't have adequate edu- education. Mm-hmm. And so therefore most people are getting their education from porn. And so they don't like, I was working with some adult models and we were doing the scene with the de- the dental dam for my educational video. And they're like, what's this? They didn't know how to use it. They didn't know at least to have some education so that they could, the performers can be a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I want to have, I want to use a dental dam. Right. You know? Well, didn't, they, didn't they do a study where sales go down? When yeah. Using I mean, and I've had people complain devices. about my videos, like mm. my anal massage video. I had somebody complain, like, well, you had gloves on. This is so gross and horrible. Like, it ruins the beauty. Mm. And it's like, well, I'm educating people. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm trying to make it beautiful, but I also want to educate people that they can use gloves, mm. that that's an option. Right. Because it actually is better. I mean, boy, this is so TMI. <laughs> I thought I'd get TMI all the time on the show, but I've been getting a series of colonics Hmm. and the stuff that has been coming out of me, I'm talking parasites, parasite eggs, like creepy critters. I'm like, no one has ever put anything on my butt (laughs) wearing gloves or condoms because there's some, there, we hold stuff in our behinds, bacteria and stuff that is not, I'm not even talking STDs. I'm talking parasites and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about parasites. Why? And say the p word and health and all that kind of stuff. You can't talk about parasites. I don't know. There's all these words that I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> just like we, I guess I could say fuck on this show, but I couldn't say parasite. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about my personal experience here, people. All right. So when we come back, we'll talk to Diane Duke. I'll spare you from my parasite stories. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the mandatory use of condoms in California in porn. What's, what's that going to do the industry? Because isn't everybody just going to leave LA? We'll just shoot elsewhere. Just yeah. shoot it somewhere else if right. they don't want to use condoms. Um, you know, copyright infringement. We're just going to talk about all this stuff. I did see a sign for these XXX domains. Yeah, they started. I want to ask her about that because mm. I should I should go out and get, get some. One. Yeah, right. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Have some XXX domains. Red Hot Touch XXX. <laughs> Don't say it. Everybody's going to go out and buy it now. That's true. All right. Uh, okay. So when we return, we'll have Diane Duke. You, in the meantime, during break, you can check out the website, freespeechcoalition.com. That's www.freespeechcoalition.com. More sex with Jaya and D-Love when we return. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. 
Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and wellness network are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night jaya world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series guys learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring women Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Hello, Cadabra. We just used some. We did. The lavender. Almost didn't didn't need it. It just kind of helped throw things over the cliff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we like that. We like that alucadabra stuff. It's good for your body. It's natural as nature, and it's certified organic. Visit www.alucadabra.com. Use coupon code Jaya for twenty percent off. That's J A I Y A for twenty percent off. We're here with our expert guest today, Diane Duke. I'm so excited to have Diane on the show. You can go to the site freespeechcoalition.com. You know, just check out. They have uh, memberships there. They have all kinds of really interesting information on the site. So check that out. Even if you're in the industry or if you're a consumer, either way, it's just good to be educated about these things. I'm all about education. And, you know, I think porn and adult entertainment is something that's part of a lot of people's sex lives. I know more than would care more to men, admit. but there are increasing numbers of women and couples who are partaking in erotic materials. Mm-hmm. Um, actually may be doing a segment on this. So I'm keep, keep watch for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but moms actually partaking in erotica. Hmm. 
So I'm a mom. Well, and yes, I partake you are. in erotica. Why so would moms I not? make erotica? Why would <laughs> why would moms not participate in erotica? Right. Right. Um so Diane, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Oh, very, very welcome. It's a rainy day here in Los Angeles, but uh it sort of feels like we're comfy and cozy in in the in the cold. Yes. Yes. Okay, I've had enough of it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Everybody else around the world on the other side of the country is going, oh, they're complaining. I know. It's like six degrees and it's just raining here. But So let's just dive right in. What is going on with the mandatory condom issue in California? Oh, My it's... partner, John, heard you on, I think it was a conservative talk radio show. I can't remember which one. And he just loved you. So <laughs> I want to hear all of your two cents. Well, it's just been, it's crazy what is, what is happening. There's uh, a nonprofit organization, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, which has kind of taken, uh, on this mantra of deciding that everybody needs to be wearing condoms. And I don't think their views are shared by the greater community, but, um, this is also the same, um, AIDS organization that is opposing Travata, which is the, uh, the FDA's approval of Travada, which is the new drug that's out that will help prevent HIV. So uh, I think they're a little, they've kind of derailed and it's unfortunate because there's a lot of need out there for those kinds of services. But they've gone after the industry and they're, um, and they've been doing this for a number of years. But they were successful this year in that they um, were, they, focused on the city first, and they had gone to the city before, to the city council, trying to get them to pass a mandatory condom ordinance for the adult entertainment industry. City council said no. They went out and gathered signatures, and it was they used paid signature gatherers. And in my guesstimation, I went to the uh, to some of the, the big-time politicos in the area and asked them, okay, well, what do you pay signature gatherers? And they said anywhere between 4 and $8, and they're using the premium ones. So I conservatively estimated it at $5 a signature. So they spent conservatively $350,000 to get this on the city ballot. Wow. I know. <laughs> so, And <laughs> as it went on to the city ballot, the um, city attorney understood that this, first of all, called it a workplace safety issue that Cal OSHA should be taken care of, and then um, also said that there's some constitutional issues, so sued, actually sued AHF to take it off the ballot. There's a lot of internal fighting within the city. The city council got upset that the city attorney made this move, and so the city council, in order to, and the other part of this is it would have cost $4.4 million for the city to have this on the ballot. That's how much it would have cost the city just Whoa. to have it on the bed. I know. And you guys who live in Los Angeles, you know that our city's in really bad shape. So the city council, instead of, you know, decided instead of dealing with the issue of the, of the city attorney suing AHF and having to spend $4.4 million on it, passed it. Just wow. went ahead wow. and in a closed session passed this law oh, without geez. any input. They did it. And for, you know, for folks who are in our industry, they did it while the entire industry was in um, Las Vegas for the January convention that everybody goes to. So in a closed-door session, right. they passed this without any input from the industry or any, you know, sneaky, any discussion sneaky. from the industry. So we were left with this law. And this law, it's, it, and so in, in all honesty, it's, it's not that troubling of a law logistically. It, it's for permits only, for, for shoots that do use permits. Now, Film LA grants about 40 permits a month 
for nudity. So that includes Hollywood, right? So, you know, that our industry mm-hmm. is, you know, has a small portion of that. So, and these are on, you know, these are, these are um, shots that are not in the studio. So these are off studio shots that are done. So it, it, it really impacts our, our industry in a very minimal way. But the thing that is so upsetting about this and the thing that people need to pay attention um, from, from consumers to people who are business owners is that this is the government coming in, taking first step in regulating how we create films mm-hmm. and sexual behavior between consenting adults. It's also um, compelling an industry to create a product for which there is little to no demand. And it's, you know, the government intruding into our bedrooms, whether they're real or pretend. So, I mean, this is something that is, it, it's government overreach at its absolute worst. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, it has passed. And now, interestingly enough, there's an implementation working group that is happening out there. That And it's almost impossible to find out when the implementation working group is happening at the city level. They have just kept everything very, very hush-hush. And so it's been... It's been very frustrating and very, um, and I've spoken to some council members who are not pleased about how this is all being laid out, you know, as well. So, it's been it's been kind of a mess the way that it is unrolled. I, I you know, the city has no money to implement this and has absolutely no money to um, to enforce it. I mean, our budget is is in the red already, and so to have somebody follow performers around to see if they're wearing condoms and pay them and develop a bureaucracy for that is going to be, you know, almost impossible. So from a logistics so, standpoint, it's not it's not as troubling. But from a um, from a government overreach problem standpoint, it you know it's the first step in the government doing this. So let me get this straight. So if I'm I don't have to have a I'm not having a permit because I'm just at home having sex with my partner. Yeah. And then we put it up on YouTube on PornTube or something. You'll be. Okay. They're not going to come after us no. for not using a condom. No. And no. So, and for those for those adult businesses, you know, who, who shoot in their studios, it's it's not something that's going to impact them. However, mm-hmm. AHF has added again and now kept collecting signatures for a county ordinance, and you know it's going to take more signatures for that. So the estimate on how much they will spend for this is close to two million dollars just to get it on the ballot, and the campaign itself will cost millions more. Now, this is a nonprofit organization, and think about the fact that they are using so much money for this um, to get this on the ballot. The interesting thing about this is that the county itself, I mean, they've sued the county of Los Angeles to try to mandate condoms. The county, they lost that in court. They appealed it, and they lost again in court. The county said it was a non-issue. In 2009, the county put out an epidemiological report that showed all of the risk, you know, all of the high-risk populations for HIV. Nowhere in there was the adult entertainment industry involved. In fact, since 2008, uh, there have been over uh, there have been 6,500 new cases of HIV in LA County. Only two of those were performers. And of those two, none of them hap- none of those transmissions happened on set. Those all happened outside of the industry. Mm-hmm. And our protocols that are in place, which are great protocols, kept them from transmitting that within the industry. So our, the protocols mm-hmm. and standards that we have in place are very, very successful. We've had no transmission of HIV since 2004. Now think about how sexually active this population is. We are the right. most tested population out there. You won't find a more tested HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, um, tested parasites, I had to say it. I'm sorry, Jaya. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
tested community out there. And so, and the protocols we have in place are working, and our performers, uh, you know, support them. They appreciate this. They prefer to use the testing. Um, this is an issue that that isn't broken, and government coming in to try to fix it is just going to make it much, much worse. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm an educator, and I often talk about the adult entertainment industry as entertainment, and because so many people are getting their education from it. And I know this is why John was so excited about you, was the the, the situation of education came up around, around, well, isn't porn educating people, and shouldn't we be using condoms as an example? Mm-hmm. And you said something about, yeah, but then the whole film industry, which is even bigger than the porn industry, they should yeah. all be using condoms. When, if you, when was the last time you saw Brad Pitt put a condom on? <laughs> I mean, really, never happens. I used to, before I worked for the Free, for the free Speech Coalition, I worked for Planned Parenthood for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd go to our national conferences, and one of the things that they would do is they would have, you know, this award for the Hollywood or for the films or the series that had a safe sex message. And I've got to tell you, the safe sex messages that they that they were rewarding were just pathetic. I mean, it was just somebody may have mentioned a condom in one sentence or something. It was, it was never anything at, at at great length. Or somebody may have talked about birth control or did you get tested or something like that. And that would have been the big issue that had happened in Hollywood. Our you know our industry actually does a lot more. I would I would argue than Hollywood does just on sending out safe sex messages. That being said, I mean, because we do a lot of PSAs on the front of our videos and things, but that being said, you know, our, our industry is, is entertainment. We're fantasy. We're about entertainment. We're about fantasy. Um, it's, it's really important. Education, again, you know, I came from, from Planned Parenthood before here. I know that that is so important. And history shows us that the, you know, that regulating sexual behavior between consenting adults does nothing to decrease sexually transmitted infections, that it's, it's the provision of education and the provision of services that actually cuts back the STIs. And, you know, if, if those dollars, you know, that are, being, that are being spent waging war on our industry to fix a problem that, that, is, that is not even there right. were, were put towards education, I mean, you right. know the value of, of sexuality education for our teenagers and, and for adults. Right. I mean, I, I so appreciate your show because there's so many people that have questions, and and to be able to ask somebody those questions is is just a wonderful. It's a wonderful opportunity for adults um, to be able to. We got to go to a break, Diane. Okay. So, freespeechcoalition.com is the website to check out. Go there, get lots of information. There's donation memberships to support Diane and all of that they're doing over at FSC. We're going to a break. More sex with Jaya when we return. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, 
master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Okay, I've decided that I have to write something now. So everybody has to go to my website, sexisyou.com. I'm going to put up some information, just my thoughts. I always have thoughts about these things, but really, <laughs> I have a lot of passionate thoughts lately. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Uh, and I need to be lately? writing. This is in contrast. I say it like it's something like new. <laughs> a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. Uh, so sexisyou.com is my site. If you want to read my thoughts, if you're interested in them, or if you just want some great sex education or ans- ask me questions, anything like that, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we're talking with Diane Duke today from the Free Speech Coalition. Freespeechcoalition.com is the website. And we, we've been discussing the mandatory use of condoms in California and just this whole like sort of local government politics during break, you know, and I have a million and one questions. My brain is swimming with so many questions that I can't even think of a question right now. <laughs> so do you love, um, you know, you were touching on like Planned Parenthood. Talk a little bit about that. And just uh, Diane, I want you to say again, the importance of politics at the local level so that conversation let's have that little conversation again well you know the first step was the first step was uh, was happened at the city level at la city and so you know and now it's going to the county level there's no question they'll want to go state and and you know they'll they'll keep building on this as much as possible what happens with the local governments is so important so i think you know folks really do need to pay attention to what's happening in their backyard it's not just the presidential elections that you need to pay attention to there's so much money being funneled in by the conservative right and they've been sort of putting this battery of money to use over the last decade at the local level 
And the sort of national politics is more of a sideshow when you think of how things really get done. Um, they've really peopled the local political offices with conservative operatives, people who have it sounds very, like conspiracy theory. Well, you love. You're scaring me with all this <laughs> political talk. It's just it's just very very calcul. It's not even conspiracy. It's just calculated political maneuvering, and they've they got it's smart they politics. Got smart. Yeah, very smart politics. So, mm. and once you've got all those local offices manned by your operatives, uh, you're, you know, the the everyday man, the person who's just finding out about the rules once it's too late, you know, we've got 10 years of making up to do on a political level. Mm -hmm. So I get all nervous. I've noticed myself. I get nervous talking about politics. I can talk about sex and blowjobs and stuff. When I start talking about politics, I get... Because it's really dirty. (laughs) The politics is what's dirty. I was talking to a politician earlier today, and I said, my industry is much cleaner than yours. Yeah. <laughs> he started laughing. He couldn't disagree with me. But, yeah. you know, I just remember I used to work for Planned Parenthood before I worked for FSC, and I remember being at – and here's one of the areas that people really did pay attention – at the school board. And I remember standing in front of the school board trying to convince them that it was okay for a nurse to give a high school student a condom if the high school student had a sexually transmitted infection and said that they weren't going to to um, to that, that they were going to have sex and so they were, were going to continue to be sexually active and so you know and I just remember thinking how absurd so you know it's okay to spread disease because we just don't want you to have a condom it's it's not that the the student isn't having sex. It's you know, and and those are the kinds of decisions that start. I mean, these kinds of decisions that really impact our everyday lives happen at the local level. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Well, you have laws. I can't remember if it's Arizona or wherever Scott Walker is, where oh. they're they're putting this stuff in place where the doctor, uh, they're, they're basically making it to the law that the doctor has to lie to their patient about any tests coming out from uterine examinations while they're pregnant because they don't want the woman to be informed to have a, you know, to have an abortion if her child's got Down syndrome or Mm -hmm. some, you know, disease that the mother's not going to be able to manage financially or it's just not the choice that they, you know, want to make. They're making it mandatory for the doctor to lie to their patient. And then in another state, women have to justify why why they need birth control. Right. Yeah, just I'm a slut. Why any birth control? You know, those kinds of things are just so absolutely ridiculous. I'm writing a column for Expos, which is a local, which is a trade publication for the adult entertainment industry, and I just, you know, normally I write it just on a business, but I've just been inspired to talk about women and choice. And you know, as working working for Planned Parenthood for as many years as I did, it, it was interesting that when I left Planned Parenthood and I came here. Some people understood what I was doing, and some people didn't. And, you know, I've been a, a women's rights advocate for many, many years, and, and uh, the woman who is, can choose whether or not to have an abortion is the same woman who can choose whether or not, it, you know, she wants to perform in an adult film. Mm-hmm. And they don't lose their brains. They don't change into any different kinds of a person. It's, it's, uh, it's really important. And, and I think one of the things that we're seeing from all spectrums is the lack and the disintegration of the respect for women to make decisions right. about their lives, about their bodies, but just decisions in general. And it's really very, you know, it's very sad to see that. 
Because we aren't supposed to have sexual desire or be sexual <laughs> beings. All this shit from the Victorian era is still like holding on to us. Well, you know, you hear that, you know, and I, and I'm, I know I'm digressing from what the topic is. <laughs> I'm having fun, so as long as I don't say parasite, we'll be okay. Um, <laughs> No, but, you know, I find it, you know, I always have people say, well, you know, what about, you know, women in your films, you know, they're, they're being objectified and, you know, and they're being taken advantage of. I'm sorry, women make more money in adult films than men do. Right. And I would argue that the um, job that the women has is less difficult than men, and they have to maintain an erection for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And when people come up to me, I was, I was at, um, I got to speak at Duke University, at the law school there, and, um they, you know, they were talking about how, well, they had a feminist get up and talk about how women cannot, you know, they can't live up to the images in those videos. And I just, you know, I said, okay, how many guys here have, have seen videos with Ron Jeremy in them? And, you know, every one of them kind of slinked down into their chair. I was like, who can live up to that, right? It's not, you know, we have beautiful people in Hollywood every day in Hollywood. Why, you know, because there's sex involved, it scares people. It's a knee-jerk reaction that that um, people just can't fathom with adult films, and that's what makes it so easy for governments to come in and do things like what we're having with the condom ordinance, or I heard you talking about 2257, the absolute ridiculousness of a law that if you misfile a paper, you could see five years in jail. And, and, you know, where else would you see something like that? I mean, it's just misfiling. You don't have to, it's nothing about whether or not there's a, an underage person in your film. You've just put it in the wrong file. You, you could see five years in jail. And it's right. ridiculousness that that you have, you know, those kinds of regulations on this industry. Now you're making me nervous. There haven't been any prosecutions in a while, so I'll let you know if, if, if you, if you okay, need good. to get nervous. But there's some great uh, services out there for that. So that brings me to the question of what is the current status of 2257? Because I, I want to know, because I make educational adult films that have nude people in it doing, although I'm educational, I still fall under having to keep oh, yeah. those records. Yep, um, so, so tell us about that. Well, you know, 2257, and you did a great job of explaining it uh, before. And so another, you know, thing that I want to point out is the Hollywood side. So if you have nudity and and some of the same characteristics in the Hollywood side, but if there's no penetration, Hollywood can say, well, you know, we're just doing this for Artistic Valley. We're we're Hollywood, and there's no penetration. So um, I'm signing, I'm writing this letter to you to tell you that they will not be having sex on our sets. Although all the other, you, you know, the characteristics, just like your set, right. um, where you're not, you don't have penetration. But um, and so we can, we're just going to fill out the I nines and let you know that we filled out I nines. And um, but the adult entertainment industry and you, because you'd be considered adult, have right. to go into this extreme rec- record keeping where, for performers, you have to have all of the names that they've ever used as a performer and cross cross reference it with every film they have ever been in. And I, I can't even tell you how many pages and pages of documents. Now, that has to be filed separately with a 2257 form for every performer in every video. So the record keeping for this is just astronomical. And so that is problematic in and of itself. But the, the thing that uh, extends this to even worse is if you are somebody who is selling videos and you take and you have a picture of the 
the box, which has nudity on the front or has penetration or anything like that on the front of the box, and you take a picture of that and you put it up on a website to sell, you have to have all of those same 20, you have to have all of those 2257 records as well. Mm-hmm. And so for many people, it's just impossible besides the fact of, you know, people's privacy, the performer's privacy. Now all of their information is all over the world. So there's, okay. there are, there are employment laws that make this problematic that goes that go against the 2257 laws and and for many if you know video on demand companies it's it's literally impossible to do that so FSC has sued the federal government <laughs> we're in the process of appeal of an appeal it went pretty well you know in all honesty as we talk politics my goal is not necessarily to get rid of 2257 but to right size it get mm-hmm. some of the the scary laws of the 5 years of prison for misfiling out and because I know if we if we get rid of it, then Congress is just going to replace it with something just as bad. So, but if we can if we can make it really if we if you know you talked a little bit about the government actually doing some good, and if we can actually pretend that the government really meant to have this mean we don't want underage kids in your industry, although our industry is an expert, we're experts. We don't have underage folks in our in our videos. We're very good at keeping that out. There's plenty of people of age that that, that are wonderful performers. performers that look like they're young anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not an issue for us. We don't we we have no desire to do that. And you know, all of the people in our industry, you know, I'm a mom too. We, you know, we're families. We don't we we have no desire to do that. So, um, but and so ways to do that so that it's not so cumbersome, it's not so horrible, and um, so hopefully working with the government to have that happen. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to go to break again. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I love this. This is just such a great conversation. And I think it's something like people are very uneducated about around the adult entertainment and industry. And especially, I feel like there's so much judgment of the industry. That's just, and I was one of those people, believe me. I was one of those oh, people me too. who was like, um, you know, women are being degraded. It's horrible. There's tons of drugs and it's this. I mean, I just had so much until I actually like started being involved. And I was like, oh, my God, these people are like so amazing and nice and not at all what I thought. And the industry is not at all what I thought it was. So um, I just love that we're educating people about it. All right. We have to go to we have to go more sex with Jaya. I'm quite interrupt us. return. <laughs> Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is allocadabra. The first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last for hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, 
master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Okay, so I'm diving right in because we only have seven minutes. <laughs> and I have so many, like, we have like 10 questions still. Um, and I want to start first with, okay, people are hearing this information. Either they're in the industry or they're a consumer or a fan or they're a performer. And, you know, what do we do? What, what do we do about this? Is there something we can, some way that we can get involved at a local level? Is there something we should consider with the upcoming presidential election? How do we, you know, I always say vote with your money, but how do we um, get on board for sexual freedom? Well, I mean, pay attention to, again, what's happening in your local level. Again, I was, you know, I talked about the school board. Go, you know, check out what's happening at the school board. Pay attention to what's on the agendas of, uh, of these things. You know, the, the local, the cities are passing, you know, passing some, an ordinance like what was passed in Los Angeles is absurd. So, you know, tell, don't be afraid to stand up and say, you know, I watch porn. And I, you know, and, and because between obscenity laws 2257 and don't, you know, and, and say, I, I, I should be able to choose what I, what I watch, what I read, what I listen to. This is not, you, you know, the government should not be precluding me from that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and make sure when, when you see these kinds of things happen to your local clubs, your local bookstores, Stand up and, and let the people in your neighborhood know that you're supporting them and if they ever run into troubles. I can't tell you how many times people call me and say, you know, I've been in this business for 10 years, but they've rezoned, and now I have to be a 1,000 feet away from anything that ever would ever once have children or puppies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. the, the laws are so ridiculous, and I can't be by a cemetery. And I can't. So there's maybe a three-foot square plot of land within my whole County area that I'm allowed to be in. I mean, and just let let your local um, let your local elected officials know that you support adult entertainment and it's part of a quality of life issue for you. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's many couples out there who use it, you know, as ways to stay connected. And I'm always about connection and intimacy or inspiration. And I think that. I think that ultimately, although I, I gripe about it not being as educationally great as <laughs> I would like it to be, I think that porn can be a good thing in many, many couples' lives. Um, so I agree with you there. I Really quickly, because we have such time, I wanted to know a little bit. I, I deal with copyright infringement all the time. Mm. People pirate my stuff like crazy. And the XX domain. So if you could touch on those two things before we go. Well, 
copyright infringement has been a huge issue for the adult entertainment industry, and, and people think because it's again it's an adult entertainment, it's okay for us to steal it. It's not. You're hurting people. You're hurting. You're hurting the performers and all of the camera people and all the, you know, the people in our industry and their families. And so it's important if you're out there and you're not paying for what you're watching in adult entertainment, think twice about it because I hope you're enjoying it because it's not going to stay if if it, if there isn't a, a revenue base for it. It's unfortunate because I'm seeing companies just fold one after the other. So please, please, please support the industry. If you if you enjoy adult entertain, entertainment, support the industry with your dollars. Mm-hmm. Dr. Or sex education. <laughs> and sex education, absolutely. Yes. I can't yeah. say enough about that, too. So. Um, and as far as that triple X, it's a top-level domain. It's a sponsored top-level domain that we were opposed to because we were concerned about it leading to um, censorship and um, also trademark and copyright infringement for uh, adult businesses, ex- existing adult businesses. It did. We fought it for many, many years. It did eventually get passed. It's. It is flailing, and we did a good job of educating our industry. So, again, education is important, um, and it hasn't been successful, and it, you know, it's way below any of the other top-level domains. And when I say top-level domains, it's like .com, .net. So .XXX would be the last three letters the, to the right of the dot is what, what most people say. ICANN, which is the entity that gives out um, your domain names, anybody who's got a website, ICANN is responsible for, you know, at the core, making that available, um, has now opened up GTLGs, general top-level domains, which, and so there are a ton of those out there. There will be a ton of those out there, and I think next week is when all of the applications are due. And there will be some, uh, uh, you know, some additional adult um, top-level domains in that have been applied for. The same entity that that purchased .XXX and put that out there um, is also looking at .sex, .porn, and .adult. But I think that I suspect that there are a number of companies that are vying for that. So that'll be an interesting thing to watch. It's not going to just be adult top-level domain names that you'll see out there. You'll see a lot more just general top-level domains out there. So um, it'll be interesting to see how those do. I think as we look at the Internet in the future, it's going to be just like real estate, location, location, location. I think .com is still going to be king. But um, there have been some other ones like .me that have taken off pretty well. Mm-hmm. well I don't understand. What is the problem with an XXX? What problem does it create? Um, there are a couple problems that it creates. So uh, let's say we have you know, one minute. So, <laughs> well, a good thing is like Disney. They were they were making Disney. It was a threat to mainstream. They were they were saying you know it's. Um, and, and they were pretty much holding them hostage. If you don't want an adult site with Disney associated to it, you have to pay us this like money. Somebody could buy Disney.xx. Yeah, and so then they, so Disney had to pay three hundred dollars, yeah. and so that was one of the areas. The sponsor, the top, our our community did not want this, and they were saying that they were going to clean up the adult entertainment industry, and this is how you could be a responsible adult um, person by doing .XXX, but thereby saying that all of our .coms and that the industry itself was irresponsible, which I would. If I had a whole other session, be able to show you a million different ways and <laughs> how we are responsible. Mm-hmm. So that's Great. my kind of in a nutshell two out of twenty points that I. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on today and for educating us. Freespeechcoalition.com is the website. I think that that's another way that we can support all this stuff because it sounds like you guys are really out there fighting um, to make sure that we have free speech and that we still have adult entertainment out there in the world. Um, so great. Visit my site too, sexistyou.com for more great information. Like you've heard on this show, I've enjoyed sex with Jaya. Have you?
I've enjoyed sex with John. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.